0: To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have
1: we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have heard and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, That we may hereafter live a godly righteous and sober life to the glory of thy holy name amen the almighty and merciful lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins
0: true repentance amendment of life and the grace and consolation of his holy spirit amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom
1: come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation
0: but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen O lord open now our lips
2: and our mouth shall show forth thy praise
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalms 111 and 131. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart secretly among the faithful and
1: in the congregation
2: the works of the lord are great sought out of all them that have pleasure therein
1: his work is worthy to be praised and had in honor and his righteousness endureth forever
2: the merciful and gracious lord hath so done his marvelous works that they ought to be had in remembrance
1: he hath given meat unto them that fear him he shall ever be mindful of his covenant.
2: He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen.
1: The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true.
2: They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity.
1: He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name.
2: The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever.
0: Lord, I am not high-minded. I have no proud looks.
2: I do not exercise myself in great matters, which are too high for me.
1: But I refrain my soul and keep it low, like as a child that is weaned from his mother. Yea, my soul is even as a weaned child.
2: O Israel, trust in the Lord from this time forth forevermore.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the book of Genesis. whom you gave to be with me. She gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel.
0: as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the twelfth verse of the fifth chapter of the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death, death spread to all men, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned, For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man's offense judgment came to all men resulting in condemnation, Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more, so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Here ends the second lesson.
0: We beseech thee, O Lord,
1: pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought unto the glory of his resurrection, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy,
0: perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires,
1: all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love
0: of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. (laughs) Good evening to all of thoughts about our lessons tonight is the eve of the Annunciation uh, which we'll celebrate tomorrow
1: as a feast day um and I've you know I've always found it remarkable that the Annunciation you know it happens during Lent um, you know which is uh significant for us I think that you know we are given this opportunity to meditate upon the the first moments of the incarnation um and and how tied to um Mary's maternity and and really motherhood in general this is um, you know, we see in the Genesis lesson tonight, the, the kind of establishment of the, the, the first mother and the first parents um, and the, their fall kind of being a thing that because they in them was the potential, you know, human race that was to be born, um, they became the kind of um, progenitors of the fall and of, and of corruptibility and of sin, um, which then came to afflict all of their offspring. Um, and then you have in the Romans lesson tonight, um, St. Paul, who points out that points out this problem that as judgment and condemnation and sin came through um, the one through the, through the first man, through Adam. Right. Um, that uh, it would be through a man that these that these things would be healed. That, you know, and this is what God promises to Eve in the um, Genesis three passage we read tonight, where there'll be enmity between the offspring of the serpent and the offspring of the woman. Um, and so we're we're getting to see the kind of the the, the proto gospel um, begin there in Genesis. That will then, as we go into tomorrow's readings at morning prayer and evening prayer, will get unpacked, and the connection between you know that that moment and uh, and then Mary's role in in ushering in the incarnation will be the fulfillment of that promise. And we'll, we'll bring in the fulfillment of that promise that's made to Eve in Genesis three, and so just as Christ, uh, according after Saint Paul's teaching tonight becomes the uh, the second adam through which came salvation for the judgment that came through the first adam so and then mary will stand as a kind of new eve um, as the new eve that uh, that uh, heals the the who, who participates in the healing of the wound that was inflicted through the first eve as well and so just as adam and eve you know brought corruption into the world so this new Adam, this new Eve, um, will be the instrument will, will be the ones through whom comes the salvation of God, which will redeem the world. Um, and so it's I think it's also significant to meditate on the on the incarnation, which we you know which begins at the Annunciation in the midst of Lent um, for a couple of other um sort of pastoral reasons. One is um you know, we're about to celebrate the mysteries of Jesus' passion and resurrection. Um, and which is you know will put us face to face again with the real viscerality of jesus's sacrifice for us, that Jesus is not making an intangible sacrifice in order to redeem us and to be that second Adam um, through whom the salvation comes he's making a profoundly embodied sacrifice um and i you know I think we shy away from that reality too often that these embodied realities of of paternity and maternity and pregnancy and birth and suffering and death and 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 these are you know these are part these are these are able to touch the human the humanity that god is redeeming because we are our bodies and we are our souls um and that it's especially meaningful for us to reflect on um the the point at which the point in history at which um, god the son takes on humanity and does so in the way that humans become human, which is to be conceived in the womb of their mothers. Um, And that the um, substance of Jesus's body, um, that is a part of his full humanity, um, that this begins in the womb of Mary, and this begins and that the body that he takes on, with which he then goes on to suffer on the cross and rise in the resurrection and ascend into heaven, and then to feed us miraculously in the Eucharist, um, that is the body that he begins to have now in the womb of Mary, um, and that is that is the that is what it means to be human. Um, it, it means more than having a body, but it never means less than having a body. And so um, I think as we look on Good Friday and we look on 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 Easter Sunday, on the death and resurrection of Jesus, we have to uh, resist the modern tendency to abstract that um and to remember that these are very um grounded factual embodied visceral things. Um and that there is you know because of that we can see that you know the gift of Mary's ascent to being this you know figure that being the mother of the Son of God is going to be um is going to be a gift of 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 humanness um that participates in the with the divinity of God and to to bring about this salvation and that as our humanity hopes to be redeemed by Jesus's salvation, um, it's able to hope in that redemption because of the humanness that was donated to the whole project of the incarnation and to God's salvation, which comes at the yes of Mary in the incarnation. And so, um, the second pastoral reason I think we need to you know remember this is that um, you know sometimes there's a tendency to look at um, the beginning of Jesus's work and life as nativity, which is. Christmas, you know. At Christmas time, we we read, you know, John one, the Word became flesh and and dwelt among us. You have to remember, you know, that you know, and this is this is, you know, no no mother in the room here will will you know will like every mother every mother in the room here can say well duh you know they know that this life begins before the nativity of any human right that this that the life of a person begins quietly um, and shares the life of their mother. And so um, this is significant for us because I think that we sometimes fall into a similar error in, in understanding the Christian life as something that only when it becomes really obvious um, do we think that anything real is happening. Um, and I think the Annunciation reminds us, of course, that the whole salvation of the world was being worked out for nine months um, and really Mary and Elizabeth and you know John the Baptist in the womb of Elizabeth uh, kind of knew what was going on in Saint Joseph, of course. Never want to, you know, forget about Saint Joseph. But it was this in, in this, this profoundly hidden affair. Um, but it was really happening. And so it reminds us, I think, that as we as we reflect on how Christ is born within us and is and, and as he becomes manifest in and through us, and that through the Spirit we are given the life of Jesus to be brought forth through our lives. Um, we have to remember that there's a, a a very powerful dimension of that as well. That in many ways the salva- our salvation and the way salvation works through us um, to for others and for the and for the cosmos for the creation um, that's a lot of times a very hidden thing, um, but the fact that something is hidden does not mean that that thing is not real, um, and so for us um, I think especially in the Lenten season when um, we are we're called to patiently um, participate faithfully saying a continual amen. To the work that god wants to do within us and to focus our lives and and around that work i think it's important for us to remember that we may not be seeing the nativity of that work we may not be seeing the signs and miracles and growing in wisdom and stature that we associate with the real things Um, but the annunciation calls us back to see that the hidden work of grace in our life is no less real and that is usually and that can very well be and usually is the beginning of those great works that go on to be manifested and to work um and to work and participate in the salvation
0: that god has come to bring so a couple thoughts for tonight turning down to our intercession accept o lord our
1: intercessions for all mankind Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our... relations friends and neighbors reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and
0: give them repentance and better minds be merciful to all who are in any trouble do thou the God of pity and minister to them according to their several necessities for his sake who went about doing good thy son our Savior Jesus Christ Amen The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore
2: Amen Amen
0: Thank you all for being here tonight and thanks to Aaliyah my uh, co-leader we have a wonderful evening and a good start to your weekend Have a nice weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening,
2: everyone. Thank you. Have a good evening,
0: everyone.